Okay. I know I said I wasn't going to shake things up. But we're going to have to get some pants on this one. Hello and welcome to episode 415 of Under the Cull of MS. This is, I guess, a normal Tuesday. Comics and health and whatever else. Episode. I know I've been slacking for a week. I kind of pretty much took a week off. Maybe a little bit longer. (laughs) But I needed to get shit done. And my wife had four days off for the first time. and Well, three days last week. One day this week. For the first time in a long time. Many, many years. So... I said screw it, spent time with her, and decided not to do any podcast, because that'll take a couple hours out of every day that I'd have to be down here doing this, and I just figured we'd, we ran all over the place, did a bunch of stuff we needed to get done, and just celebrated the holidays and our birthdays, just the way we wanted to somewhat the way we wanted to not the real way we wanted to because that's not going to ever happen again until we get back to our own place or whatever just life doesn't work that way when you gotta watch out for everybody else so and today i almost didn't podcast just because everything's going wrong again it's just It's that springtime, summertime, getting the yard ready shit and everything's going wrong and trying to get things done. So I went to the post office this morning. We never got, we had a package slip for Saturday, which should have been my comics order, which is supposed to be here every two weeks. Then the wife had a few things that she said, said online that they were delivered at the post office. So they're waiting there. And she goes up to the counter with the ticket, and there they can't find anything. There's no packaging for us, whatever. <laughs> so then I come in today to the post office, and two guys behind the counter are like, Oh, Kevin, we got a bunch of stuff for you today. <laughs> so I go to my box, my box is empty. There's no yellow slip in there or anything. Uh, luckily they seen me walk in, otherwise I would have just went, opened up my box, see it was empty, and then left. And so I told them, I'm like, what do I need to do to make your job work easier? <laughs> because every two weeks, I don't care about all these packages my wife gets, all her miscellaneous books that these companies got to send 20 different packages instead of putting it all in one box. I'm like, I just need this box for my comic distributor. It's supposed to come every two weeks and I always had it by Saturday and the Saturday group podcast is when I need to talk about a lot of these. And he's I don't know, he told me that, oh, who is she? What does she look like? I, I was here the whole day. I don't remember having any problems finding packages or whatever. 
So, yeah. I basically took my shit and left and just accepted that no matter what I do in life, I'm going to get fucked by everybody. And it's just, no one wants to work with me. It, it makes no sense. It's like, really? I'll come in two hours a week. I'll work for free. Doing what? Putting packages on a shelf? By alphabetization or by number? Post office box number? Not that hard. I can do it. You don't even have to train me. <laughs> so, I'll gladly do it. As long as I get my shit when it says it's here, I should be able to get it. But, no. Gotta deal with those jackasses. But other people from our group that are in a town right next to our town, they got their shit that was the same stuff I should have had. But Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, I take yesterday, got to bug up my ass, filled the truck full of stuff because there's the Humane Society rummage sale they're having at the state fairgrounds or one of the state fair parks uh, in a big pavilion. And it said drop off stuff all the way up until the 31st of May. So yesterday I got a bug up my ass. I'm like, yeah, I'll just get, get it out of the way, drop it off and I can work on other things today. Well, here they're not there on the 29th and 30th. I'll put that online. <laughs> it's like, let us know. I gas prices are almost five bucks a gallon and I'm driving over a half hour. One way to drop shit off. So I get there today and they're like being picky. And all my stuff, most of it's still in its packaging. All priced because I was going to rummage it, but then decided not to rummage it. And they're like picking through things, just taking a couple things. And they're like, oh, we got to pay to get the stuff out of here after the thing, after the rummage is over. I'm like, oh, that's not my fault. That's not my concern. They have $5 bag sale on the last day, and a lot of my stuff is shit that I guarantee people would have threw in their bag. Pump, plumbing supplies, tools, stuff like that. But no. So I'm like, screw it. Stop Salvation Army. They took the rest. And got it out of the way at least. And it's just... Then I come back and to the house and the cat's being an annoyance. Just won't leave me alone. Didn't want nothing to do with me the whole time Shelly was around. Now that Shelly's gone, now the cat's just on me. And it's like, it's nice out. It's like, just go let me. He was asleep. As soon as I sit down to podcast, he jumps out of his tower and gets on me. And he's awake and ready to go. It's like, damn it. So Shelly was here, he'd be asleep on her lap. <laughs> it's like it's like just go give me an hour. Let me do my podcast and let me get caught up. But no. I can't remember there was some other shit when I got back that was all wrong that I had to fix and I got my piece of shit battery weed whackery that actually did better the first run yesterday than 
normal. I think I got through about nine trees. And battery wasn't quite dead, but my body was. So I'm like, yeah, that's good for me. And it worked out good this year because I have my walker now and I can lay all my tools across the walker and bar and then stuff any smaller tools into the pouch and just go around with that and I got the seated walker for taking breaks in between doing things and say do some weed whacking then I do some tree trimming and then do some more weed whacking then some tree trimming <clears throat> at about maybe a third to a fourth of the fourth to a third of the row of trees and the one main tree line done but yeah I got a whole whole week's worth of weed whacking that's gonna take me to get caught up with all that so as my battery charges once a day then i can use and go out and get a day's worth of battery use which is usually an hour hour and a half maybe anywhere from five to ten trees just trimming around them but the motor's sounding rough and i think it's going to die on me this year so I definitely am going to have to pick up a new weed whacker battery operated one. I still got my seven extension cords with my uh, half a dozen weed whackers that I constantly swap parts back and forth on and keep at least two of them running at a time. But yeah, it would be nice to buy some fresh yard tools for once, but that isn't going to happen when the economy keeps getting shittier and cost of living keeps going way up and wages keep going down. (laughs) uh, Nothing's, nothing's balancing itself out in this world. Other than the countries that are throwing equal amounts of bombs at each other, I guess. It's that stupidity. Shit is still going on. While we have rumors of a president that's in a war, supposedly has some possible serious health issues, and another one that we heard had some health issues is launching off lots more bombs lately, doing bomb tests. We got a politician, female politician that, I mean, they hire these people just to fill in minority things and group things and all this other stuff. And they'll take whoever for whatever that can get these jobs to run our countries and stuff. And they don't have to have any type of intelligence. It's like this gal made a, some type of peach tree dish comment about how she warns that meat growing in a peach tree dish (laughs) is going to be bad for the world i think what she means is a petri dish so you have some intelligence if you're going to be a speaker for any political position at least know what the hell you're talking about they got postings about 
the wheat crop is hurt because we had a messed up winter and uh, over wet spring. It's like, so they're going to use that as an excuse to raise all kinds of prices. We got big tobacco. Dealing with another World Health Organization uh, test or whatever that they figured out that there's a huge environmental impact from big tobacco. It's like, well, duh. I mean, the shit kills people. It's, use them and you think it doesn't mess up our environment i could have told you that years ago too and then the filters i mean christ filters don't disappear they just get tossed in an environment and absorb stuff and everywhere you go you can find cigarette butts and filters laying on the ground to this day i had around 14 more mass shooting style shootings over the holiday weekend in the United States. It's like, just, that's just going up. It's not going to stop. It's like, I had one, one time last year where an idiot drove through a parade route. And so they spend like $800,000 buying these devices that if a vehicle drives over them, it kind of throws the vehicle up in the air and stops it from going through the barricades. It's like, really? You're going to use that excuse for the one-time event to now have every town and every city buy up hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of metal barricade ramps that they're gonna use that excuse to spend that money and on those items i mean it's not like people are going out and doing it this was a complete and utter moron that chose to do something that was also seen in a movie I can't remember the name of it, but there is a movie where a black man jumps in a car and drives through a bunch of people, and it was just like that event. <laughs> it's uh, and I mean, you allowed them to make it part of a movie idea, and you think someone's not going to do it in the future? So it's going to happen. Things happen. People can think of way worse ways to cause harm to people, even if you do put up security measures. And they're still arguing over getting parents and, or not parents, teachers armed in schools and stuff. It's like, really? Give them tasers. Give them non-lethal weaponry, but don't give them stuff that a kid could get their hands on and cause more damage with. It's like, uh, I'm already halfway through this first segment, and I haven't even started with the comics portion. I just, like I said, I've been, I'm in a wonky situation right now. My brain's just all over the place, and then society's got so much crap going on. It's just annoying, worthless crap, but yeah. On a good note, uh, Friday, 
Star Wars Obi-Wan came out. Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus, the first two episodes. Very enjoyable. It's the first time I sat down and just turned the lights off and watched a TV show for a while. Uh, after the wife went to bed. I liked it. I just have a little few, few little worries about it. And there was a certain character that I don't know if they're playing a parody on the Loki Gator or what. But there was a character that looked like he came straight out of Super Mario movie back in the day where they turned everybody into dinosaurs and stuff. And if you watch the clip close enough, even the one point when he the well, he or she or whoever the person is inside the suit moves around and stuff, you can see the whole suit moving. <laughs> Looks like one of those air creatures, you know, like at a car dealership, those things that are floating around. It's like his whole bodysuit kind of like shifted around all awkward and his or her bodysuit or whatever you I don't know, this day and age, I can't even come up with how to say a person with a bodysuit or anything like that. Uh, but other than that, and my worry about, they did focus quite a bit on the children, Luke and Leia. And I just worry that eventually... Star Wars is going to sit there and redo episode four, five, and six a third time. Sadly, they should have never done it a second time. But, uh, yeah, I have a feeling they're going to redo those movies with these new people. Whoever the characters end up becoming, the Luke and Leia characters as they grow older, so... It'll be interesting. I hope, really hope they don't do something like that. But they're talking endless Star Wars stuff for the rest of our lives. Apparently, they're just going to keep pumping stuff out, which I'm fine with. But there's a point where you just start ruining everything when you put out too much stuff. But we'll see. See what happens. <laughs> Let's talk about some comics for a little bit. We got Hellboy animated, The Black Wedding. This is a miniature trade paperback from Dark Horse Comics. Coinciding with the release of the first Hellboy animated film, this volume brings the animated version of Mike Mignola's Hellboy, by the way, that was quote in the beginning was a Mike Mignola quote, back to the comics page with two all-new stories from Jim Pascoe and Hellboy animated co-creator Tad Stones. With art by Rick Lacey and Fabio Laguana. And an original pinup by Mignola. Hellboy animated The Black Wedding is the perfect bridge between the comics and cartoon worlds of the world's greatest paranormal detective. Perfect for readers of all ages. I enjoyed this. This is fun as usual. You get a little young Hellboy, a little older Hellboy, just Hellboy throughout the time. You get a little taste of. And Hellboy's trying to help out these people that are dealing with a witch issue and her familiar. And 
another demon type character that they're dealing with and and we also have a girl that has some powers that are coming to fruition they're just she's still learning how to use certain things and while she's learning about this we're also dealing with some powers of a pharaoh that are trying to get this pharaoh's like trying to get the girl's powers and absorb her or whatever absorb her soul take her powers and hellboy is trying to help her along the way with these all these characters that she's dealing with and it was another good hellboy story i like it i love the mini ant Mini trade paperbacks, of course. So I was happy to get this. And I would definitely read some more related stuff to this. And now I want to check out... I'm pretty sure I watched that Hellboy animated series on Netflix. But now i gotta go back and just double check look at it see if it is the one that i'm thinking of and then i got the boys hero gasm they had a 50 cent version of a few comics and so i picked this one up just because it was 50 cents again i don't know why i didn't care for it the first time i read the story but it's basically a bunch of superheroes going off to save the world and they end up on an, in a certain oh orgy fest festival thing party that they got going on. So you have to see what happens with their big sexual adventures. It's like I keep wanting to get in. I've only seen the first season of Boys. I still got to get caught up on the rest of them. But I'd love to find out how much of this because every time I pick up a boys comics, it's very sh- sexual. So I'm like, I don't remember the show being that sexual. But now I'm going to have to see see what the other... I think they're up to four seasons now. And we got Grim Fairy Tales 2022, May the 4th Cosplay Special. Get ready to check out all of your favorite Grim Universe heroines and villainesses cosplaying as some of the most famous sci-fi characters in the galaxy. Many of the industry's top artists contribute gorgeous pinups of the Grim Universe's most popular characters in this stunning collection. Also includes a never-before-published Grim Fairy Tales short story. This short story was fun. I mean, we got a few characters. One that's very interested in hiking to this place to find out about something from our lore uh some old storyline heard about a creature in the woods doing things and while they're out and about hunting well not really hunting just searching for this evil entity that could be in the woods they end up coming across something pretty nasty, pretty scary. And at the same time, we 
also come across Belle, who's out and about, and <laughs> she's got a very scared raccoon tied to a rock that she's trying to make her friend or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like I feel sorry for this poor raccoon if she catches up to him again. But but yeah, you get to see this Belle style character, which I don't know too much about her, but I enjoyed what I have seen. And you find out what she's doing out in the woods too and what's up with these creatures and stuff. And it was very fun. And this one I should have bought two copies of because I didn't realize that the pictures in here would be as enjoyable as they are. It's like you got Robin Hood done up in a Darth Vader style thing. You got a Greedo style character. Uh, Darth Maul. And these are all the females of of Grim Fairy Tales dressing up. You got a Stormtrooper one. Of course, Slave Lay you gotta have in here. Uh, you got a little Wookiee, or not Wookiee, uh, ah, the little furry idiots from the <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Uh, you got girl that's got an outfit like that with the hat and ears and it's funny looking. Yeah, other Princess Leia style ones done up in here and then a lot of the other Sith and Jedi characters. One I really like is Hellchild. Uh, did a Han Solo version that one was really well done uh robin hood does the yoda one also that i love they got a way better uh version of the uh, the others the new sith idiot in the newest three star wars series can't think of his name either I like what they did with C-3PO and Art, even the Head Inquisitor and stuff. They just... BB-8 gets a little new look in here. You get a Jawa character. <laughs> and they're all fun. Even a Mandalorian-style one they did in here with a Grogu-style character. But yeah, this is a fun one I definitely should have picked up because I got the cover with uh... oh is that Bell that's doing the Princess Leia cover but they had a lot of cool covers so I should have picked up a second one just so I could take some of the artwork out of one of them but Maybe I'll find it in a bargain bin someday and I can pick up another one then. Not like I have room to stick anything at the moment. Then we checked out Hulk versus Thor, Banner of War Part 1. This is the beginning of, I believe, a five-issue run. 
I got the nice wraparound cover that gives you the newer version of Hulk and Thor and the older version of Hulk and Thor on here. And it's a interesting story dealing with some of the newer characters, the new Hulk. That's basically three Hulks in one. Well, two Hulks and a banner all in one. And then the Thor that's got Jolner, which has basically encased his dad in the weapon itself. So those two are fighting against Bruce and everybody's talking to themselves the way it sounds because neither one knows what the other one's dealing with with abilities and weaponry and all what's going on with the whole thing with Thor and Odin and Hulk and Banner and Hulk. I like it. Uh, This made me enjoy the Hulk again. I was getting burnt out on it with the new run. It was just getting too too much of the whole Hulk Thor or Hulk Banner Hulk thing with the this giant Hulk that Banner's operating and stuff. I don't know. It's still complicated to figure all that out. But yeah, I like the Banner of War running and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. But I am out of time. So I am going to end this here and get back with the health portion right after this. Okay, I know I only gave about 15 minutes worth of comic stuff. I kept ranting about a bunch of useless shit. (laughs) But now we're going to get into the health portion. I'll do the rest of the comic stuff on Thursday. I had enough here that I could do a few for Thursday, a few for today, and Get some hell stuff out. Who knows what day's gonna bring? Head feels like it's gonna explode at the moment. But hey, aren't you glad I'm back? <laughs> uh, I, just, I gotta revamp everything. I gotta get back, get this video shit figured out, and just get back to focusing on what I wanted to. If I can get through a bunch of this crap that I have piled up in my bookmarks and save files from 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years ago, at least I got that done, and then I can focus on the next aspect. But still got a ways to go on this. I still got a lot of shit information bookmarked that I never even looked over yet, so. Let's get to it, I guess. Research suggests that cats may make our lives happier and healthier. So there's supposed to be some benefits of it. I call bullshit. I call it can make your life more stressful. I I hear about these lazy cats and these cats that just don't want nothing to do with you and kick it. Not ours. Not mine. Not at all. Our well-being, overall well-being, 
should be held held healthier. Uh, cat owners do have better psychological health than people without pets. Uh, they claim to feel more happy, more confident, and less nervous, and to sleep, sleep, focus, and face problems in their lives better, according to questionnaires. That's what people have said. Adopting a cat could be good for your kids, too. Kids who had a strong bond with their kitties had a higher quality of life. The more attached they were, the more they felt fit, energetic, and attentive, and less sad and lonely. And the more they enjoyed their time alone at leisure and at school. Uh, Yeah, I can see that being beneficial. As long as they're not little evil demons that torture the cats. Uh, With their gravity-defying antics and yoga-like sleeping postures, cats may also cajole us out of our bad moods. Uh, A study said that people with cats reportedly experiencing fewer negative emotions and feelings of seclusion than people without cats. In fact, singles with cats were in a bad mood less often than people with a cat and a partner. I think they're more pissed off their partner than their cat. Even internet cats can make us smile. People who watch cat videos online say that they feel less negative emotion afterwards less anxiety, annoyance, and sadness, the more positive feelings like hope, happiness, and contentment. Uh, Researchers found this pleasure becomes a guilty one if we're doing it for the purpose of procrastination. But watching cats annoy their humans or get gift-wrapped for Christmas does seem to help us feel less depleted and regain our energy for the day ahead. I know my wife watches a lot of cat stuff and it makes her happier at the moment when she is looking at them. Stress. Well, (laughs) there was a research study where 120 couples were observed in their home how they would respond to stress and whether cats were any help. Hooked up to a heart rate and blood pressure monitors, people were put through a gauntlet of daunting tasks, subtracting three repeatedly from a four-digit number, and then holding their hand in ice water below 40 degrees Fahrenheit for two minutes. People either sat in a room alone with their pet roaming around or with their spouse who could offer moral support or both. And then before the stressful tasks began, the cat owners had a lower resting heart rate and blood pressure than people who didn't own any pets. 
and during the task, the cat owners also fared better. They were more likely to feel challenged than threatened. Their heart rate and blood pressure were lower, and they even made fewer math errors. And I totally see cats being around, any animal being around you when you're doing stuff at home. It's You got someone to talk to. You got someone to hang out with. You got someone that's going to bump up against you once in a while and let you know they're there. But uh, it can also be overly annoying at those moments, too, wanting the extra attention themselves. So you don't get as much done as you'd like to get done. <laughs> but you're not as stressed out when you're doing it. It's like cats won't judge us for our poor math skills or become overly distressed when we're distressed, which explains why cats were actually a more calming influence than significant. Others, in some cases, like I just got mad at our cat because I was just tired of him going up and down, up and down. And he looks at me like, dude, chill. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Mellow out. And then he went outside. So he's like, screw you. I'm out of here. I'll be back when you de-stress. <laughs> Ah, relationships. Cats are beings we care for and who care for us. And people who invest in this cross-species bonding may see benefits in their human-to-human relationships as well. For example, research has found that cat owners are more socially sensitive. They trust other people more and like other people more than people who don't own pets. Yeah, I can see that. If you call yourself a cat person, you'll tend to think other people like you more. I don't think that's right. I think if you... Oh, they like you more compared to someone who is neither a cat or a dog person. Yeah, I can see that route. But I don't see the cat itself making you... Be liked more or less. Uh, your health. Let's see. People who had owned cats in the past were less likely to die from a heart attack during that time than people who had never owned cats. Even when accounting for other risk factors like blood pressure, cholesterol, smoking, and body mass index. Uh, this is true of people, even if they didn't have cats currently, the researchers explain, which suggests that cats are more like preventative medicine than treatment for an ongoing disease. Yeah, I, duh. I would say so. But, but yeah, the little fur balls can make us happier and they can drive us insane. So it all depends what kind of cat you got. There's so many different types of cats out there, mentality-wise, that it can be interesting of what kind of cat you end up with. Do your eyes predict your diseases? There's an emerging technology that's letting doctors map out your eyes. Uh, 
Well, they're not even going to talk about it, I guess. <laughs> I guess you can watch a video to find out about it, but I guess I'll just explain it to you since they're not going to give me any information. But basically, your eye doctor can take x-rays of your eye and they can tell a lot of stuff from those x-rays. Like mine told me that I've never had high blood pressure in my life. I have no damaged arteries, nothing showing the actual case for having high blood pressure medication that I'm on. And they just don't agree with what my doctors have said. And I brought that up to my doctors and they still keep me on the medication. They don't care. So that's a downer. But what you gonna do? It's like I can't even get my doctor right now. Or I, well, I gave up on it. I started that new medication for fatigue. I can't even remember what it, which one it was. I'm not even gonna start rattling off names trying to guess it because I always guess the wrong one. Uh, but basically. I started the medication two weeks later than when I got it because I wanted to start it when I started my new pain medication and kind of worked them in together to see how they counteracted. But then my pain management person couldn't get me an appointment till the new year. So I got to wait seven months before I can go see the pain management person to get on a new pain medication, get off these stupid patches. So since that happened, I'm like, screw it, called my PCP or messaged my PCP and told her, well, I guess since I can't get into pain management till around the new year that we'll just go ahead and raise my, sorry about that, yawning, falling asleep because I don't have my fatigue meds um, since I don't have. I'm not going to get into pain management until the new year that I decided I would just go ahead and we'll bump it up from 750 to 900, which is the maximum uh, strength that you can go to with my pain patch and see if it does anything during the whole process. But other than that, we're going to hopefully change to something new in the future, but I won't know until the new year now. Unless a appointment opens up for me all of a sudden. So he raised the patches to the 900. Which I, I just took my second to last 750 patch. I'll take my last one tonight. And then I'll start on the 900 tomorrow. And see if there's any difference. But I've never noticed any type of thing from any of the patches. I don't know what's going to happen with that. And then my fatigue med. Talked to my neurologist. And he's like, yeah, we're just going to double it up. Have you do it twice a day. 100 MCG or whatever. Twice a day. And he never called it in. 
So I'm like, I'm not going to play this game every fucking month. I got to call this damn medication in and then get him to get the prescription to my pharmacist. And then I can pick it up and then the next month have to do it all over again. And half the time he's going to forget to call the damn medication in. And I'll be going on and off shit repeatedly because... I'll run out of pills and have to go off it. So I said, screw it. I'm done with it. I'll just skip it. I don't need it. I'll just find other ways to... I will survive. I'll figure something out. Something natural or something that I can at least get my hands on and not have to worry about stuff not being there every month and having to go off it for a few days and then have the impact on the body of getting back on it when each time I talk to the doctor I'll end up with higher and higher and higher doses so it's not too big of a thing when you're only doing the 100 milligram pill but now I'm doing the two and I guarantee I'll be up to about four four to six within no time. Yeah, still with no re- damn results. And then he'll take me off that and we'll go on to the next one. I'm sure we'll go through Ritalin and Adderall and all that crap too. But yeah, I just said screw it. I'm not going to play this game. I don't want to sit there and be on a med, then be off for a few days, then get it back on and be playing phone tag for two weeks every month, trying to get to the doctor. I know why he didn't get my prescription in. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I set it on my desk. And I totally forgot about it. Or they like to fax my stuff to the wrong places. Yeah. But if you want to make a few bucks... Sign up with the Savvy Co- Cooperative. Uh, just S-A-B-B-Y dot C-O-O-P. Uh, if you're a chronic patient, patient that's got some type of cancer, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's, any type of those big nasty diseases that we get to deal with. If you deal with any of those, you can go on and see what they have to offer. Every week we will have uh, jobs that will get emailed to you. Uh, Surveys that you can do. I was trying to find some examples of some surveys, but I'm not signed in at the present time, so it's not taking me to my... Oh, here's the surveys thing. See if it'll... No, it will not let me go to it. All right. But they have surveys for all kinds of things. Uh, Patients that have a certain condition and their caregivers can do joint surveys. Uh, they'll have audio, video, online surveys, uh, 
ones where you might have to participate in a couple events, whatever, but they pay. And I think it's based on like a hundred dollars an hour or something like that. <laughs> you can make good money doing them if you qualify for certain ones, but I mean, you look at me, I got heart related conditions, multiple sclerosis, aortic aneurysms, uh, a variety of different things that go on and on with conditions, but I'll be lucky if I find a few surveys every couple of weeks that I can do, but still when you're getting like a hundred, 150 to 300 bucks for a survey that takes you 20 minutes to an hour or whatever, hell it's worth it. Make a few, few extra bucks. Keep going. Keep us alive. As, as we all know, there just ain't shit out there for money. Yeah, tumefactive multiple sclerosis, which I thought we talked about this not long ago. But let's see, this is tumefactive multiple sclerosis is difficult to diagnose. It's a rare form of the condition affecting one or two out of every 1,000 people with MS. Tumefactive multiple sclerosis is also more aggressive than other forms of MS. Uh, It's difficult to diagnose because it causes the same symptoms as other health problems, such as a stroke, a brain tumor, or brain abscess. Uh, It can cause symptoms that are different from other types of MS, common symptoms, Common MS symptoms include fatigue, numbness, or tingling, muscle weakness, dizziness, or vertigo, bowel and bladder problems, pain, difficulty walking, muscle spasticity, vision problems. But then symptoms more common in tumefactive MS include cognitive abnormalities such as trouble learning, remembering information, and organizing, mental confusion, headaches, seizures, speech problems, and sensory loss. Which that could describe my childhood. (laughs) And so I still believe my cognitive issues in my childhood are related to my cognitive issues with MS. But there's no way to test that stuff nowadays because we're a lot older and you can't go back in time. There's no known cause of tumefactive MS. There's no known cause of MS, period, jackasses. So why would that one have a known cause? Uh, Researchers believe there are several factors that can increase your risk for developing this and other forms of MS. They include genetics, which they say genetics has nothing to do with MS, your environment or your geographic location, your vitamin D levels, and smoking. It says you are more likely to develop MS if your parent or sibling has been diagnosed with this condition, which we were told for all these years that that did not matter. 
Had to take a big drink there. I have a very dry mouth today. Just running around. Constantly going all over doing things. No one's around or wanting things. And moving stuff, putting it back. Moving it, putting it back. <laughs> just painting the ass. Alright. There's... They say smoking is another possible risk factor for MS, including TMS. That's my new tumefactive MS because I'm sick of saying tumefactive. Another theory is that some viruses and bacteria trigger MS because they can cause demyelination and inflammation. However, there isn't enough evidence to prove that viruses or bacteria can trigger MS. I think they're trying to cover their asses with that with expression for the whole new thing that the Epstein-Barr virus may have been a big factor in causing people's MS <clears throat> which we're still learning about I still say people are born with MS in their symptom which could have came from the Epstein-Barr virus or whatever Oh, why am I going so hoarse all of a sudden? And uh, therefore, that also balances out with my other, my personal opinion that we have MS in our body and it gets activated through a traumatic event that happens to us in our lifetime. I think that's a huge factor on that basis, but. Lots more research will have to be done that will take us way beyond my lifetimes. I will never see a cure. Uh, you can diagnose for TMS the way we do it with the MRI. Get your scans just like we do for MS. And usually you're going to want to do the with and without contrast in a closed MRI environment to get the best results of the scans. So you can actually, it's easier for the doctors to read the scans. I mean, yeah, give them some help out there, people, because they are looking at pictures that a machine makes of what we can't see through the human na naked eye without cutting a person open. So we got to quit arguing with these doctors over certain things because they got to make <laughs> decisions based on what a machine gives them for pictures. So, and based on what you tell them you're dealing with. So, and a lot of times people lie about things or sit there and get pissed off at doctors about things that they can't control. And it's like, it's just stupidity. You can't be doing that. I mean, yeah, they're doctors. Yeah, they got those big money jobs. But have you seen a doctor's life? It's not that great. <laughs> they work many, many, many hours. Very little recognition for what they do. A lot of arguing and yelling at them. Uh, nurses and doctors, I mean, every time I go to an office, you got 
some old person or some young glorified thinks they're better than everybody else type person just rattling on and yelling off at people I won't put up with it. I'll say something instantly and go off on them myself because the doctors and nurses don't deserve that. It's like they're trying their best what they can do, but if it's a doctor that doesn't listen, then I have no pity for them. You should listen to your patients because your patients are the main source of everything. So listen to a person, help the person, don't sit there and argue with the person or deny what the person has to offer. Uh, they can do a brain biopsy because TMS can present itself as a brain tumor or CNS lymphoma. Your doctor may suggest a biopsy of brain lesions if they're seen on an MRI. A bi biopsy is when a surgeon removes a sample from one of the lesions. They're going to have to cut your skull open and get in there and cut a piece of your brain out to... <laughs> Unless they go up through your nose, I guess they could go that route. Not sure how that's all done. Not a doctor. So I can't tell you. Uh, some other tests they can try is a nerve conduction study that measures the speed of electrical impulses through your nerves. I'd love to have that done. See where the most electrical impulses are not flowing through decently so i could tell what part of my central nervous system is more damaged than the others and kind of focus on those things to try and help my body adapt to them your doctor may also want to try a lumbar puncture spinal tap which i just uh i just dread the day i have to get one thankfully i haven't had to yet but they'll sit there and shove a big old needle in your lower back to remove a sample of ce cerebral spinal fluid and see what they find out about it. It can help them diagnose a variety of medical conditions, including serious infections, certain cancers of the brain or spinal cord, and inflammatory conditions that can affect the nervous system. Uh, you can treat TMS with Tecfidera, which is dimethylfumarate, Vatimir acetate, which is Copaxone or Gotopa, Interferon Beta-1A, which is Avonex or Rebif, Ofatumumab, which is Casimpta, and Teraflunamide, which is Avagio. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure we'll hear more about TMS over the next few months or so since it is a newer found condition but we'll see what happens but i'm out of time so be good to yourself good to everybody else kick shadow monster rate review tell a friend subscribe send questions comments to kevin the duck pool at gmail.com and i will get back to you again soon hopefully in a better brighter day so be good take care